Hey, you found us again. It's a special second part of the two-part Ben and Matt Sportscast. If you haven't heard part one where we talk about recruiting and Sam Cunliffe and all things ASU, listen to that. If you did, welcome. We're now going to talk about a podcast that has nothing to do with ASU, and it's Bulls. What's going on in college bowls? Also, That's do you right. like fancy cereal bowls? All bowls are open. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, unfortunately, my internet crapped out, and so there's no recording of mine and Matt's conversation about how the ESPN confidence picks work, but we've reached the conclusion that the higher number is you're more confident. And I hope that's correct, because I just moved them all around based <laughs> on you, and so if I have to move them all back around, <laughs> I'm going to be upset. So what we're going to do, we probably won't be able to touch on every game, but we're going to talk about the games that we're the most confident in, the games we're the least confident in, and you know we'll try to hit at least all of the big games. If you yeah. want to play along, we're using ESPN's Capital One Bowl Mania. We're in a group called the ASU Defense. I don't even know if there's a password. No one's ever played with Matt and I before. We've always just done it, the two of us, for years. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but there is a password. It. And it's related to the ASU defense. So if you know anything about ASU, you'd probably be able to guess it. <laughs> I'm, I, I don't remember it, but I can come up with a bunch of words that fit that. Okay, idea. okay. All right, so my most confident game, the one I am surest about. Yep. Alabama beating Washington. That's mine too. Alabama's just really good. Yeah, and I just, I just think Washington played its best earlier in the season they're not you know they're not at their best now um you know i i think they deserve to be in i told you this you know i think a couple weeks ago when we talked about the field that i felt like alabama's going to win big and then you're going to hear the well washington was a bad choice to be in i don't think that i think they deserve to be in i just don't think they're up to the task when i think alabama beats everybody four through the country. I agree. I agree. I, I think both Ohio State and Clemson have the the weapons to, to give them a tough time. One of them will get a chance to, I think, um, you know, provided Washington doesn't pull that big upset. Uh, but, yeah, I have that as the, the, the most confident. I just, you know, you give, you give them time to get healthy, you know, four weeks between games, um, you know, so you, you, you can't even exploit maybe, a, you know, a banged-up guy here or there. Um, to me, it just feels like a pretty obvious choice. Now, where do you have Ohio State Clemson? Because I have it as number nine. Not that I'm I like have it. In- I have it as twenty. Gave it a little bit more. Uh, you know, I kind of, I kind of have a dividing line in mind of you know games I feel a sense of confidence at all, and then games I'm kind of just randomly picking. That's toward the bottom of my. You know, feeling uh, actually having a pick. Um, I picked Ohio State. I don't know who you have. Uh, I took Clemson. It, did you? Okay, okay. I mean, uh, I picked Ohio State, but I'm uh, I'm on the fence about it. Uh, I mean, I'm not totally convinced. I just, I guess there's just been something about Clemson all year that's that's made me uneasy. Um, and I and I think you know Urban Meyer has proven that, boy, when he gets a lot of time to prepare, he's really tough to beat. I, I underestimated Ohio State two years ago when they played Alabama in the semifinals, and I I thought, you know, they were a cute little story who, you know, couldn't keep up with Alabama, and, and instead they, they beat them, and then they ran over Oregon and ended up winning the whole thing. So I'm not going to make that mistake again. 
the reason I went with Clemson is pretty simple. They feel like they deserve to be here, and they've acted like this is what they were waiting for. And yeah. I'm, and I'm actually just trusting that they are flipping the switch. Yeah, and I and I think that very well might be. I mean, they uh, they did play very well in that South Carolina game. Um, defensively, I thought they were a little shaky against Vatek, but the offense carried them. Uh, so, you know, maybe they, they finally have got it right. Um, I think it's a really good game. I really, I mean, I think it's a very competitive game that will just come down to a play here or a play there. Where do you have the Badgers and Western Michigan? I've got that as my number 11 game, and I'm taking Ugh. Western Michigan because Flex wow. stayed. Because Flex well, stayed. We got it a lot different. I have it as Wisconsin, and I have it at 37. Wow. I just don't think Western Michigan is really that good. Um, you know, I think it's a great story. I think, again, very much like Washington, they earned their way into this game. They deserved it. But I just don't think they're that good. They, I mean, you know, they beat Illinois and Northwestern, and that's great. But those aren't very good teams. Um, the MAC is not very good. You know, I think Wisconsin's defense is really good. Uh, to me, this just – this kind of feels like when, you know, the the – underdog team makes the sweet 16 it's a nice story and then they go and reality hits them when they play a, a you know a top level team see for me i think this is could be a little bit boise state oklahoma where and it, yeah you've got I a wisconsin that. team that you know just got a terrible loss in, yeah. in the championship game against penn state they don't get to go to the rose bowl they they obviously aren't in the playoff and right. now they get handed a team who they probably feel like they're better than and for Western Michigan, this is the game. This is it. It is. It is. Uh, you're you're talking me into at least maybe moving it down some on the on the number. Um, I still think I'm going to pick Wisconsin, but uh, I guess there is a you know it's always the question of who's motivated to be there. Um, to me, it just uh, you know will will Western Michigan be motivated to play or will they kind of just uh, think, man, this is pretty cool. We're here. Um, now, the, you know, the two years so far, the, the, you know, the group of five team has won. Um, but I think you, you factor in that, you know, Boise State, Arizona, I think that was a pretty even matchup, really. Um, and then last year, Houston and Florida State, you had a Florida State team that was kind of kind of wounded. Sean McGuire gets hurt early in the game. They didn't have Everett Golson, so they're playing, a, you know, a, a redshirt quarterback who had never played before. Um, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I'm I'm uh, I'm sold a little bit by your argument, but not enough to actually switch my pick. Fair enough. I mean, I'm not overly confident. I have it as you know my number true, twelve. True, true. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Going back to to where I I bet big. My my second biggest bet is that Washington State beats Minnesota. I have that pretty high. I have that thirty six. I also have Washington State. Um, uh, yeah, I think I think the you know the wide open offense, Minnesota can't keep up with that. They, you know they just to me that's a, a differing styles and in a bowl game, you know it, it lends itself to being wide open. Um, you know the weather should be good. It's San Diego. It's not like you're playing in cold weather, so there there shouldn't be much to slow down Washington State. So I'll give you my biggest upset, like okay. my highest ranked. On the and, and an upset, mm-hmm. Iowa over Florida, thirty nine. Uh, let's see, 
I took Iowa as well, but I took them at 24. So a little less confidence. But, yeah, you know, Florida just they, – they devolved into the same team they were last year and the year before that. They have no offense. And, and you know, Iowa's, Iowa's always good in these kind of middling bowl games that don't really matter much. Um, you know, and that sounds insulting, and maybe it is, but they they tend to win these games, and I don't think Florida's really – anywhere near as good as number 17 in the country and their fan base travels the Iowa Hawkeyes travel right exactly yeah yeah they love to go to Florida over New Year's so yeah I I have the same pick less confidence in it but I do have the same winner so what are your top five most confident games what is your 37 to 42 or or 38 to 42 well I told you I have Alabama 42 I have Oklahoma over Auburn 41 um, going into the same thing that I just don't think the SEC is very good. Uh, I think Oklahoma, a, a common thing I looked at among some of the top teams is what have you been playing for? Have you been playing to get into the playoff and you just missed? Or, you know, in Oklahoma, they really, realistically, their playoff chances were doomed in September. So they've kind of been in this mindset of, hey, we're just going out to prove how good we are. Uh, and I just don't think Auburn's very good, especially offensively. They're not going to be able to score enough points to keep up with Oklahoma's offense. Um, I have Boise State over Baylor, 40. Kind of self-explanatory. Baylor started 6-0, and finished 6-6. and uh, To me, they are going through the motions. Um, I have Pitt over Northwestern, 39. Pitt's a team that really rounded into form, beat two of the top five teams in the country in the, you know, at one point this year. And then I have Temple over Wake Forest at 38. I like it. We have So I also have Oklahoma in those. I have I, I told you I have Alabama as my most, yeah. Washington State second, Oklahoma I have third. Okay. I have Iowa, like I said, at 39. Okay, yeah. And then for 38, I have Michigan over Florida State. And that's based on I've seen them the most probably. Okay. See, and that is one of my picks that goes along with that same thought. I'm picking Florida State to win that game. And, I, and I, yes, I'll admit I'm a Florida State fan. But the thing I think about that is Michigan has had this let's win the Big Ten, let's get to the playoff mindset all year, all the way to their very last game, very last play that they touched the field was in Ohio State. And, and even after that, they still thought they had an outside chance to make the playoff. Florida State's kind of been out of that mindset for a while. They've been playing for pride, and they've played well in the second half of the year. I think Florida State's a team that's that's going to use this as the start of 2017, and I think Michigan is still going to be hanging their heads that they're not in the playoffs. All right. Okay. So I have Florida State 28 on that one. I mean, everything you're saying makes sense. I just can't do it. What did you do for USC Penn State? I took USC for the very same reason. Again, I think you look at a you know you look at one team that had a goal to be somewhere a little bit bigger. Um, and USC started one and three. So they're, they've kind of been in this mindset now of, hey, we're not, we're not playing for a national title. We're probably not playing for a conference title. Um, and, and ultimately, I, I just think USC is better. Uh, I've told you, you know, over the course of the last month that I think USC is maybe the, maybe the second best team in the country, the way they're playing. Um, and, and so I'm, I, I took them. I took them at 29. I, I took USC at 33. So Okay. We're on the same same page there, basically. Yeah. Rounding out some of the Pac-12, I got Utah big over Indiana. I got that yeah. at 32. 
I took that 35, yeah. It's going to come down to the games nobody cares about for us, I think. Probably, probably. That Michigan-Florida State game is a, is a big difference, obviously. Um, and and Wisconsin-Western Michigan, I guess, is as well. Yeah, although I, I feel like I have that low enough that I'd be okay. True, true. We each have a lot of points behind Michigan-Florida State. You know, I got it 28, and you had, what, 38? Yeah, big, way up there. I guess I just, like, I like Michigan, but I... I think their style of play is hard to win in a game like that where you kind of grind it out, uh, you know, can, can you, is the offense explosive enough? And, and the big thing is, will they, will they want to be there? I mean, you say all the right things and yes, it's the orange bowl and all of that, but that's not where they wanted to be going into November. It's not where they thought they'd be. Um, even at, you know, November 26th, they didn't think they'd end up there. So uh, to me, I, I, you know, I think you always look at motivation and a team's mindset, and I'm just not sure, as much as I like Harbaugh, that, that they will be 100% dialed in. Well, I'm going to say this. I reserve the right to flip this if Harbaugh goes to coach the Rams. <laughs> and I don't think he will. I think that's a, a fun little story for sports talk TV and radio, but I don't see it. What did you do with Navy Louisiana Tech? I took Navy uh, at 30, so I'm, I'm giving them a lot. Um, part of me wants to change that because Louisiana Tech has that high-powered offense, um, but I'm, I'm sticking with Navy. I know they had a tough finish to the year, losing the, the CUS or the what was it, the American title game, and then losing to Army, but I'm sticking with them on that one. I took Navy. I have it down at 17 for, for the same reasons of, you know, just a little concerned. Yeah, I might I might uh, reduce the point value on that as I look at it now. I I did that prior to the Army game, um, and I you know now looking at it, I'm thinking maybe I shouldn't be so confident in them. And then I I want to talk a little bit about the job Mike Norvell did this year. He, you know he took Memphis to a bowl game. Yeah, at, you know taking over for a team that lost a a top tier coaching candidate. And a first round pick at quarterback. And right. He's got them at eight and four. Yeah, and I'm I'm picking them. And I I'm assuming from what you're saying you are too. Um I think, you know, Western Kentucky loses their coach, so I always factor that in. Um, you know, and, and Memphis just beat Houston. I, I took them, I put them at twenty six in mine. I took them, but I had it much lower. I had them at thirteen. Okay. Now speaking of Houston, what did you do with the Cougars and San Diego State? I took San Diego State. Um, I did too, but I put it very low. I put it at six. I have it at 19. Um, you know, I, I guess I think, I think you and I differed in the, in the way we did our low picks, like my low, as far as name teams that, that I've watched is nine Texas A&M and Kansas state. My one through eight are all games between group of five teams that Honestly, I have not seen much, if at all, of this year, so I just didn't put much point value behind him. See, and what I did was I, I sort of used the middle for that. Okay. And yeah, I had yeah. the I, – I, with teams I saw or I had a strong feeling about or if it was an upset, I you – know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, like, I have, I, have, I have Miami of Ohio over Mississippi State, but I have that at four because I've only seen okay. Mississippi State play. Right. I just and I and I took Mississippi State because I watched them play Ole Miss and they looked so good in that game. I know they're five and seven, 
but it just, you know, it felt like toward the end of the year, they finally found their offense and what they want to do. And, you know, Nick Fitzgerald had a monster game against Ole Miss. Not, not that Ole Miss's defense was very good, but I took Miss State in that game just for that reason. Cause I don't, I know nothing about Miami of Ohio, honestly. I don't either, so I picked them because I don't. Yeah. Think, I don't think under five hundred teams deserve to win bowl games. Oh, and I don't either. I'm not a big fan of it. Um, you know, I, I picked against them all last year. I remember, and then I, I missed. I think every one. Nebraska won, and there was. A, I know there was another one that ended up winning. So I decided not to have that rule quite as steadfast this year. I guess the the epitome of my picking strategy is Eastern Michigan and Old Dominion. I have at sixteen. And <laughs> See, I, I have that at one because I know nothing about either team. I don't either. I took Eastern Michigan because I think of Old Dominion as being a basketball team. Right. I took Eastern Michigan, too, because I, I the only thing I know about them is I think it's been such a long time since they've been in a bowl. And I, again, it comes down to motivation. I feel like they'll, you know, they'll be fired up to be there. Not to say Old Dominion's a team that's been in a bunch of bowls, but uh, I just feel like, you know, it's a little bit more of a heartwarming story. Um, but again, I know nothing about either team, and that's why I have them at number one. What other games do you want to go over? I mean, well, you... I, who'd you take LSU Louisville? So for LSU Louisville, I took Louisville. Did you? Okay, see, I took LSU. I took Louisville, and I put that high. I got that at thirty-seven. I have it at thirty-two for LSU. So we both have it. Both have a lot of points on that one. I just. Uh, Louisville's finish to the year scared me a little. It kind of felt like teams figured out how to play their offense and and their defense really collapsed at the end of the year, which was surprising to me because I thought it was a pretty good group. And, um, you know, and I think LSU's got that, you know, emotion for them. They got Orgeron. The players are going to be, you know, I'm not sure how long that emotion can carry them, but I think it can carry them through this game. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I get it. I, I guess I'm going with, they have Jackson, and if you yeah. have Jackson, you you can win games. Oh yeah, I mean he's a uh, he's a better um, you know quarterback certainly than what LSU is going to throw out there. If you're looking at the quarterback matchup, it's pretty lopsided. So, what did you do with Stanford, North Carolina? I took Stanford, but I have it at 22, which for me is not super confident. Again, I kind of. You know, I, I kind of looked at them in tiers from maybe, you know, 31 up are the games I'm really confident in. Then it's kind of the middle of the pack games between teams I've watched that I'm not, you know, super confident one way or the other. And then I go into more of the, you know, group of five teams that I really don't know a lot about. I took Stanford, too, um, and I had it at 34. What yeah. I've noticed as I look at my picks here, I've got Washington and Washington State. I've got Stanford, USC, Utah. All those games are 32 or higher. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and Colorado well, I have at 28. See, and Colorado's one of my lowest confidence ones. I picked Oklahoma State, but I have it at 10. So that's one of my, my very lowest ones of you know major conference teams. I took Colorado. I put it at twenty-eight because I'm okay. a Pac-12 homer and I'm not apologizing. Yeah. I, I'm. I don't know. That one was a tough one for me. It really was. That's why I put it as low as I did. It was the games that I couldn't, couldn't. You know, like the games I I looked at right away and I thought, okay, I like this team. Those are the ones I have. And that was one that I just I could make an argument either way. So 
I went Oklahoma State. I can't even really give you a compelling argument why. Just uh, you know, I, I like I like their offense. Um, and and Colorado, I don't you know you just don't know can Lufau stay on the field and and they just looked so bad against Washington. It kind of scared me off a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it for me. I think the reason why I put the Pac-12 games as high as I did is I, I know that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, and I and I think that's the same thing for me. And I think sometimes, for me at least, that scares me off another way, like with Stanford, because my gut reaction was Stanford easy, and then I start thinking, well, God, you know, Stanford doesn't really score a lot of points. Carolina can. I mean, you know, they have an offense that's that can be really potent, and if Stanford gets behind by ten or fourteen points, can I trust them to come back? So. I ended up dropping that game down further than I initially had it. Do you think it's interesting that Carolina is assumed North Carolina? Like, do you think Dakota is a is a presumed <laughs> Dakota? I don't know why that is. I think that probably goes back to to basketball. Um, you know, yeah. North Carolina has been the power, and so they've just become known as Carolina. Uh, and and maybe the Panthers have something to do with that too, because they're in North Carolina, but they simply go by Carolina. I don't know. It's a good question. Uh, these are the things, Matt. That yeah, I don't have a good answer for that one. What did you do with Wyoming, the darling of the conference against picked BYU? Picked that one pretty low. I picked that one at five, and I picked Wyoming because Taysom Hill, even though he's 38 years old, got hurt, so we shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> um, and, and so I went with Wyoming. I know they finished really poorly. I think they lost three in a row at the end. To me, that was a game that's just a toss-up game. I took BYU because Wyoming struggled. I don't know anything about BYU. I just know that Wyoming struggled. Yeah, they did. They really did. You know, so that one was one that's that was tough for me. Didn't have a great feeling on it either way. As I go through this, Pitt Northwestern. I took Pitt. At- I took Pitt way high. I told you that one. Yeah, I, yeah. I just think. Yeah, I think they are a team. You know, Pat Narduzzi's a really good defensive coach. Their defense has been awful. I, I think that as he gets that defense rolling, they're going to be a team that's really formidable quick because I think he's a good coach. That win over Clemson was big time. Uh, kind of the thing that, you know, I think will spark them going forward into next year. What did you do with Miami and West Virginia? I took West Virginia, and I took it pretty – I took 33 West Virginia. I took West Virginia at 24. Still yeah. waiting for Brad Kaya to show me something. Yeah, I mean, that's that's it for me. And, you know, West Virginia's one of the few Big 12 teams with a good defense. Um, so I, I went with them. Uh, you know, Miami didn't beat anybody of consequence all year. Uh, not to say West Virginia's a great team, but it's hard for me to pick Miami to win a big game when they haven't done it. I'm with you, 100%. So, yeah, yeah. Did you take Jacob Eason? I did, but I didn't put a lot of stock in it. I have it at 14. I so, did. I got it at 29. Yeah, I mean, that that's a game, I, you know, I've watched a lot of Georgia this year. Maybe maybe as much of them as anybody not ASU. I, I've watched maybe too much? Every, every one of their games. And so I know all their weaknesses. When you watch a lot of a team, you, you see every one of their flaws and um, they, you know, they have games where they just can't run the ball. And then other games where they seem to run it at will, they're a hard team to figure out because there were games this year. They ran for 300 plus yards and games where they couldn't run for 30. Um, and so I just don't know what to expect from them. 
one for me that I have on my list to talk about. What did you do with Tennessee, Nebraska? Took Nebraska um, for kind of the similar reasons. I, I think Tennessee expected to be in a much bigger game, whereas Nebraska, you know, this is probably what they should have been. I know they were in the top ten at one point. That was fool's gold. Um, you know, Tennessee had higher hopes. Even going into the last week, they had a chance to go to the Sugar Bowl if they had beaten Vandy. Uh, disappointing year for them, and I, I so I went with Nebraska primarily for motivation's sake. I took Tennessee only because I feel like they're going to take it out on Nebraska, and they could. I mean, that's the tricky thing about bowl games. You never, you never really know. I mean, as we just talked about in our in our previous discussion of you know dealing with the emotions of eighteen to twenty two year olds, you never quite know how kids respond to maybe a disappointing season, maybe a disappointing bowl assignment, maybe their head coach leaving. You can go one way or the other. You know, if you're Western Kentucky, you know, you might rally together or Houston, you know, you might come out, you know, guns a blazing because your head coach left and you're going to, you're going to go out and prove you're more than just that head coach. Or they might come out and just go through the motions and think, well, we had a nice season. The coach is gone, whatever. Let's just, you know, get home for the holidays. Yeah. Are there any other games of note for you? I don't think so. Um, I mean, we're going to come back. Of, we'll talk as the Bulls go through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, the only one that I put 30-plus on that we didn't talk about was I took Air Force over South Alabama. Me too. Um, the Arizona Bowl, um, and I put that at 34, and then I took Vandy. I'm on the Vandy bandwagon. Derek Mason turned things around there. I took them at 31 over NC State. Well, I joined you with Air Force. I, I, I think that this is good. I think it's a good bowl game for Arizona to get. Yeah. But I don't think the game itself will be particularly no, uh, compelling. Yeah, I mean, South Alabama's a 6-6 six and six team. Um, you know, that's not great. And, and the style of a, uh, you know, I, I think I took all three service academies. I know I took Navy. I took Air Force. I'm pretty sure I took Army as well. I just think that style is so tough, and and even though you got time to prepare, bull practices are so irregular. You know, you're not practicing consistently. You're pl- you're putting in maybe younger guys, and it's a hard style to play. Yeah, and then as far as Vandy, NC State, I took Vandy, but I have it much lower. I have it at twenty one. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, I I I didn't think much of Vandy until the last two weeks. They beat Ole Miss and they beat Tennessee, and all of a sudden they put up this this you know tremendous offense after not being able to move the ball at all um you know they they started having an explosive offense the last two weeks so i'm i'm sold on the Derek mason bandwagon there that he's got them going in the right direction well i mean much like asu vandy could be something you know i agree vandy football agree. is in the heart of sec country yeah they play good rivals they you know that's prime recruiting space in the south and you know Maybe they found something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, it's a tough haul there because of the academics. It, you know, it, it's Notre just hard. Dame. It's Notre Dame and Stanford. It is. You can and, do and it. no tradition. Yeah. You know, you don't have the, the, the tradition and the, and the powerhouse and the big program. And, uh, you know, so it, it's, it's a hard job there. But, you know, he's, he seems like a guy who's got a lot of emotion. He coached at Stanford under David Shaw, so he knows what it's like to coach at a place – um, you know, that's, that's academically tougher. Uh, you know, I, I'm 
certainly not sitting here saying I think they're going to win the SEC next year, but he seems like he's built something there that can compete. Um, you know, and he was up against it going into this year, but they turned things around and just the emotion watching a couple of those games. I watched, I watched that Ole Miss game because of Shea Patterson. Um, and I was impressed by the way they, they played hard and, and, you know, turned things around and NC state. I just, I just don't think they're very good. Uh, you know, I think they're a team that probably shouldn't be in a bowl game. Um, but they backed into one as most teams did. I mean, Vandy did too. Six and six is not, not really bowl worthy, but that's the way it is. Yeah. Well, we'll be back to talk about the bowl worthy, the not bowl worthy, really all of it. Some, some more recruiting, some more, (laughs) some more college basketball, maybe even some NBA. Who knows? That's right. But, uh, with the holidays rolling, I don't know if we're going to be back. So for our listeners, especially Greg, happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Matt and I will still be here, but, uh, I'm not going to say it again. So this is it. If you, if you missed it, you missed it. That's right. <laughs> Until the next time, he's Matt. I'm Ben. It's Ben and Matt Sportscast. <laughs>